Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Greetings and salutations. I want to welcome everyone to another episode of the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. That's right. You are tuned in to the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. And I ran that thing back quick. This is episode number 68. That's right. Episode number 68. Now, I just dropped 67 last night. And <laughs> you might say, like, why, 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 why you're dropping another one so quickly? And, you know, I try to keep it transparent. You know, I try to be open and honest with you all. And when I feel something, I'm just going to do it. Like there's no, there's no method to my madness. Um, I just do it. It's not for, um, I guess the, the follows or, or, or whatever you, you, you may call it. It's just to get the content out. And this was so fresh in my mind that I needed to get it out right now. And so it's going to be a little bit different you know, from the way I've, I've, I've done it. Um, I don't have the number of what 68 means. I didn't look that up. Um, I didn't take a lot of notes. Um, I didn't write a lot of things down. I'm just speaking. I did two definitions and that's it. And so, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and jump into it. And so the name of episode number 68, is called Prime Domination. Episode number 68 of the Black and Bougie podcast is called Prime Domination. So before I jump into the to the definitions, um, let me start with this. So I have been completely inspired um, by Deion Sanders and what he has done at Jackson State University and just for the students, for the city, um, for all of it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm here for it all. And I'm a fan. I've always been a fan. You know, he played for the Falcons. So I was, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm definitely here for, for anybody that was with the home team, but he, I think he taught us all such a valuable lesson. And so after they won the championship, um, Jackson state university, last night then he accepted the position at Colorado University and so a lot of people have a lot to say about him accepting this position turning his back on 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 the black community turning his back on HBCUs and blah 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 I'm not here I'm not on that team I'm not on that squad that's not how I feel I see things with a greater purpose and and hopefully that's what this this podcast will do. And for you, for those of you that have not watched or heard of the journey of, of, of Coach Prime um, this year, I'm going to educate you a little bit on what he's done. 
So the two things that I did write down um, and is the definition of prime and, dom and domination. And so we always like to look at things from the dictionary because it helps us to clarify when we can see it in the black and white. So I'm gonna start with prime. And the reason I'm called prime domination is because coach prime dominated um, at Jackson State University and just in coaching in general. And so that is why, or the, the basis why it's called prime domination. But let's let's look into these, these different definitions a little bit. So prime, um, of the best possible quality, excellent of first importance the main a state or time of greatness strength vigor or success in a person's life that is the definition of prime i'm going to read it one more time of the best possible quality excellent of first importance main a state or time of greatness strength vigor or success in a person's life and the second part of the title of the episode which is domination domination's definition are exercise of predominant um governing or controlling influence the exercise of control or influence over someone or something the exercise or control of influence over someone or something. So why am I naming this episode Prime Domination and why am I so quick to run it back? So what Coach Prime did this year at Jackson State University was he put or he shed a light on the excellence of HBCUs, but he also shed a light on some of the deficiencies of HBCUs and what understanding your purpose can do and how it can elevate your surroundings or what is attached to you. So by being at Jackson State University, he he elevated. I mean, he had Walmart coming in and taking care of the turf and, and, and he had Under Armour coming in and giving um, money as well as product um, many different companies he had doing many different things. Why he took, he took his influence, his leverage from the last episode, his leverage, and he leveraged his influence. And by doing so, he was able to get the needs that the school had. And not only in just product, money, and financing, by leveraging his influence, he was also able to shed light on HBCUs and how far we need to go. Oh, I feel like it's gonna be a little bit heavy. Coach Prime is the is is 100% the definition of understanding your why. Um, understanding your you're not understanding the vision as well as understanding the mission. And so if we are going to have prime domination, it's going to take more 
more than the lens that we think that we have to have on our culture. It's going to take a lot more than just that one lens on our culture. You have to then take it to a bigger stage. And so in, in his, um, for him, the bigger stage is, is Colorado, which is a major university with major funding. And he's going to take the same sauce and he's going to implement it there still while understanding the mission of the culture, which is to get us educated, which is to get us the spotlight. Like I watched this today. There was a, you know, he went in and he talked to the students and there was a lot of the students there that were, that were not African-American. I mean, I think he said 57 or 60% of the team is, is, is African-American. I'm not sure. Don't, don't quote me on that. And what he brought to the table was our culture into the place. And I watched the eyes of the African-Americans that were in the room and they automatically felt a sense of, of empowerment. They felt emboldened. They felt, I have someone that looks like, looks like me that's talking that talk and they're doing it proudly with confidence. Hmm, confidence. Let me, yeah. Let me look up the definition of confidence. Hold, 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 hold for me. Gotta type this in. Okay, confidence. The feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something firm in trust. The feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something or yourself firm in trust. And these young men felt this confidence and they felt as though I can rely on my coach. And then he said in another news conference, he says, you're going to see these young men. They're going to be walking around. They're going to be saying yes, ma'am. And, 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 and yes, sir. They're going to, they're going to be opening doors for you. They're going to be respectful. They're going to be on time. Um, they're going to understand order and organization. And I'm just like, Oh my God, this is so freaking amazing. Then he says, you know what? He says, I always wonder like, why did I, I, I play for five NFL teams and, and four, you know, baseball teams if I'm so great and he says because I had some learnings um, and that I had a purpose in each one of those um, destinations so then I thought to myself I'm like wait I myself has thought not, not at sports but I myself have thought that before I've worked in 10 cities 12 hotels in 23 years 10 cities, 12 hotels in 23 years. And I often wondered, like, because you see people, you know, they've been somewhere for 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, etc. But what I realized and what, what Coach Prime helped me to realize was every place that I went, I was being built up for something greater. My destiny was already set, but I wasn't really sure 
of what that destiny was. But I know when I was in these places and I was in these locations that there were certain learnings that I was getting. And now fast forward all these years to, to where I am currently, and I'm making a difference in where I am. I'm leveraging my influence, should have called this leveraging part two, but I'm, I'm leveraging my influence into um, spaces that African-Americans predominantly are not. Got to remember, and I've said this on other, other episodes, 0.004% of, of general managers in Central Florida are African-American. 0.004. So I got to walk in, I got to walk that walk, I got to talk that talk, and I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't have certain experiences that built me up in order to take take the fight, take the journey of where I'm going right now, and hopefully to inspire others to something greater in their life. And it doesn't necessarily have to be the, the, the hospitality industry. Um, it could be as an entrepreneur, it could be as a scientist, it could be as a lawyer, it could be as a doctor, whatever the case may be. But I know that when I walk into a room, I have to be 10 feet tall. And in order for me to walk with this confidence, this firm trust into who I am, I have to be able to walk that walk with confidence. So how do you, how do, you do that? Well, it's my experiences. And see, I didn't just take those experiences and just have them and do nothing with them and not excel. Because the one thing I think about is Coach Prime has to win when, when he's in Colorado. Like all of the hype of who he is will be amazing. It's awesome. And it's a great boost. But at the end of the day, he has to win. And he knows that he has to win. And all of the pressure is on him because he has to win. But in order to take that pressure, you have to have supreme confidence in you. And nobody's going to be able to have supreme confidence in you like you. Whatever it is that you're doing, whether you're a hairdresser, whether you're a massage therapist, whether you're a doctor, lawyer, musician, engineer, you name it, you've got to be supreme. You've got to have supreme confidence in what you do. Even when you don't have supreme confidence in what you do. Because that, that confidence in yourself and that passion and that will in your, in your vision and your mission won't be fulfilled unless you can take that confidence as fuel. So a lot of people say, well, that, that's, you know, that could be really, really pompous or overconfident. No, the people that say overconfident are people that, that, that don't, that don't understand what confidence truly is. Remember, you cannot allow other people in their journey and what they have, um, what they've seen or how they define something to define you. I'm gonna talk that talk for a minute. Can I can I talk that talk for a minute? Will y'all give me the latitude to just talk that talk for one minute? I was born to be great. I was born to make things happen. 
when I, <laughs> when I, in my surroundings and what I had to experience, there can be nothing but greatness that comes out of that because the, on, on the other side of it is failure and I'm not doing that. It's easy to be mediocre. It's easy to be average, to just coast through. But in order to be great and to be excellent, it takes you doing something radical. It takes you doing something that's never been done before. It takes you having this supreme confidence, this firm trust and a prime domination in your area. You know, my, my son, he went to, my son wants to play basketball. My, my 12 year old, he really, really wants to play. And I'm definitely going to be transparent here for a moment. And so when he's, they don't know how to play right now. He's, you know, he's learning. He's, he's trying to figure it all out. So we get this trainer. And so he's been doing this training now, I think maybe about six weeks. He's been doing the training. And what's so important about this trainer is that he's working on his confidence. So he's able to take the skills and perform the job of basketball. Because the job of basketball is just one thing, but this confidence is a whole nother level. So today he tells my son, he's like, scream. So my son's like, ah, now first he says, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how to scream. He's like, what do you mean? You don't know how to scream, scream. I don't know how to do it. He's like, dad, scream. And I'm like, yeah. And so then he says, see you dad. He just did it. Now scream. And so then my son starts to say, yeah. And he's like, do it again. Yeah, do it again. Yeah. And so every single time he, he did it, he got stronger and he got louder and his confidence was being built. And what was even deeper, which I don't know, I'm not sure if the trainer actually knew it, but it was one of those things kind of in my bougie mind that, that, that started to, it started to take place was that he needed him to have confidence in his voice. And he needed him to have confidence in himself in order for him to have prime domination over the skill that he was trying to teach him. And so as I'm watching my son yell, yeah, I'm getting excited because his confidence is being built right there on the spot. And you know what else excited me? is because it took a tribe to do so. It wasn't just me. The trainer understood the assignment and he understood the assignment greater than we all did that I am here to help build your son's confidence to lead him on a road to greatness that he might not truly understand yet. But guess what? We're gonna do it together. And so I say all of that to say, as a, as a community, 
for those people that want to say, oh, my God, he's leaving HBCU. He's just he's just, you know, he's he's left us. You, you can never leave us. But what he's doing is the stage, the platform has to be bigger. Stop looking out of your small lens at the world and look at the look at the world from a bigger view. You know what they call it? You know, like from a uh, from a bird's eye view, the bird can see everything. He can see where he's going. He can see where he needs not to go. He can see signs of danger. He can see the food to help him on his journey. He can see everything because he's seeing this whole huge view. But sometimes as a culture, we just see one little small piece of it. And then all of a sudden we start crapping on each other because it doesn't fit in the in the in the hole that we necessarily think that it fits for because we have a greater and bigger purpose and journey than we even know. And I'm a little hype. <laughs> I'm a little hype. My voice is, is normally not like this. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little hype right now because over the last and it kind of all flows over the last six episodes, I would say um, I've been really digging in on the culture and and making sure that they understand that we have so much work to do and we've got to understand our why as a culture. We have to understand the why as a, as a culture. Is it just to get more money? Is it just to get more power? Is it just to have influence? Is it just to have a family or is it, is it all of it? And then some of the things that I also didn't mention. Man, we, we have to dominate. We have no choice but to dominate. We have to excel at a rapid pace and we have to excel with dominance. We don't have time for a do over. I used the analogy once before in a relay race and in in you passing the baton to someone else because you can't run the race you're, you know, by yourself. You've got to have some other people that can run it for you. And that's what and that's what's happening. And this is the perfect example. It's bigger than football. It's bigger than Colorado. It's bigger than Jackson State. It's bigger than any of that. It's an example of what we need to do to progress and move the culture forward. Let me tell you something in what I do. It is one of the most difficult things to be black and lead. I may make it look good. <laughs> I may make it look good, but it is tough. You have eyes of haters on you. You have eyes of the culture on you that always think that you can do it in a different way that benefits them. You have the eyes of supporters that are on you. You have eyes of your, your family, your tribe. You have eyes, 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 eyes everywhere. And some of those eyes are waiting for you to fall. Some of those eyes are plotting for your demise. 
Some of those eyes are wishing the best for you. That's why you have to have confidence in you and your abilities to do what you came to do. One of the other things that he said in the, um, when he was talking to the, to the, to the football players today at Colorado and he says, well, first I got to go finish what I started at Jackson state. Got one more game and I got to finish that. And I, and I finish what I start, but no, after I finish that I'm coming. He's, and he kept saying, I'm coming. I don't know if this is going to be the new, you know, slogan, you know, for Colorado, but it was like, I'm coming, I'm coming. And then I thought about it every day. I, when I go in to my job, I'm coming. I got to be there. I got to be present because some people don't want me to succeed. Someone asked me once, he said, Justin, how do you, when so many people, and he knew it, he was like, so many people like hate you. So many people just don't want you to win. So many people don't think that a person that looks like you is deserving to be in the position that you're in. How do you walk around the way you walk around with this confidence, knowing that so many people hate against you? And you know, I thought about it for like a quick second. But you know, in the quick seconds, like the the the, the quantum realm in, in Ant Man, like <laughs> yes, I'm doing Marvel again. But you know, the quantum realm, you can go into the quantum realm, and to the rest of the world, it seems like five seconds, but it was actually like thirty years. So when he said it, it was like a thirty year thought to me, but it came out rather rather quickly. And I said, because I have no other choice. What's the other option for me to fail? Nah, not doing that. I'm built way too different for that. When I brought up to people, Hey, you know what? Diversity, equity, inclusion needs to be, you know, on the forefront of what we do. And it needs to be a topic of conversation. And they told me, uh, yeah, but let's look at something else. Did I stop? No, and I won't stop. Because no matter what, diversity, equity, inclusion, it is here to stay. Whether we like it or not, the, the world is changing and it's looking a whole lot different. So you can either take a look at it and embrace it, or you can fall back and fall out. I don't know, it's up to you. But what I am doing is I am going to leverage and I'm going to leverage my influence and I'm going to seize the moment and I am going to do what I need to do for this culture. And I'm asking all of you to look at things different. Look at it from a bird's eye view, because in everything you do, you have to have prime domination. I said last night in, in the episode, I said in everything that you do, be a professional. If you're going to be a server, if you're in a tip position, be the best. If you're working at Target and you're the cashier or you're, 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 you're pushing buggies, be the best at it because someone is looking at you and they're going to say, oh, there we go again. 
Look how lazy they are. That's the first stop. Regardless of no matter how lazy someone else is, the first thought is always, eh, look at them. It's the expectation. But in order to change that expectation, you've got to walk with your head held high and win and win at a high level and win no matter what. I urge you all to take a look at yourselves. There's really no homework. I'm just going to say this one thing. There's really, well, there is a call to action, but there's no, there's no homework. I want you to look at what you do on a daily basis in your families, in your jobs, in your entrepreneurial endeavors, in your relationships. And I want you to have prime domination and what prime domination doesn't mean to like suppress someone else. It means to be the best at what you do, be the best at what you have to offer to the situation. And do it at a very, very high level. I gave you this message because it was a right now message. This was a whole real time revelation message. Um, and I hope you take it to heart. I hope you truly, truly listen to what I'm saying and try to make a different change. Not a different change, just make a change. Because we can seize the moment or the moment can seize us and we can fall. Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. That's right. You are tuning in to the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. And this is episode number 68, Prime Domination. I look forward to watching your journey to dominating in a great way. Be inspired and stay bougie.